0: ish brothers podcast my name is joseph i am cam and this week we are we have a very special guest that being irma irma say hello
1: hi hello everyone listening Uh, i guess
0: and why don't you introduce yourself to us
1: i mean my name is irma i am a guest (laughs) i don't know what else to say Uh, what
0: are your four
2: four your four favorite films
1: Okay, I don't have four. I mean, I could probably lie and substitute, but the top two for me are definitely Megamind and Pitch Perfect. The other two I'm not too sure, but I'm gonna pull up my letterbox now and Let's go. just bullshit my way through that. I don't know if I can swear. Can I swear on this? Yes. Okay, thank yeah.
0: you <laughs> If you have listened to the podcast, you know... Okay, known. okay! <laughs> also, for, for anyone listening who doesn't know, Irma is my partner.
1: Yes, I'm the girlfriend. Um, oh, yes, I do like Everything Everywhere All at Once. I don't know how I forgot about that.
0: A classic.
1: And I really like Jojo Rabbit, so there. That's four. ki Well,
0: there you go. That's a good uh, four movies. Um, well, welcome. And now we will get into some news. Cam, I think you had some news to start us off with.
2: Yeah. First, on a somber note, uh, William Friedkin, uh, director. Uh, his f- most popular films would be the French Connection from 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 '71, mm-hmm. and then the Exorcist Act- a- from '73. So those are two iconic films of the, the of that '70s era of Hollywood. Uh, he died. Uh, he's he was 87 years old when, when when he passed.
0: Mm-hmm. Long life. Well, yeah. It, it, it's sad, but. Uh... It's nice that he gave us some very good works and classic works of of, uh, movie history. Um, On that note, well, to get us off of the somber note, I have good news, and that's that the uh, VFX artists at Marvel uh, have voted to unionize, which is awesome. I mean, we've talked before that we want animators to have a union, and this is a first step. i sure it's just one production company, but uh, if... Marvel animators can do it Then, what's stopping other Disney animators and eventually animators all over the industry to unionize. Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, I feel like it's a good place to start because Marvel's probably one of the places that's most known for like, overworking and crunch and all that negative um, business that you hear about the VFX uh, workers. So it's under IOTC, which is the general prop and... Stage, stage, decorating all the, all the kind of l- l- other like backstage labor that goes in, into production, it's under that union, I, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, uh, that's good. Uh, I, most of my news is all union related, so I'm not sure if you saw this, but uh, Zachary Levi and uh, Green Arrow actor boy, I don't know his name, Stephen Amell. Yeah, they both made like anti-strike comments at Comic Con, and then. They both walked back, saying, "Oh, I didn't know that. I was saying this in a very public place at a panel f- <laughs> for uh, <laughs> <What>? <laughs> for Comic Con." Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm guessing you have more to say about this because you're a DC fan. But what, what do you have to think about this, Cam? I don't like it. I mean,
2: TSML has always been a little bit of a weird guy. Lately, yeah. he's been posting some posting some Jordan Peterson nonsense. So that, and then Zachary Levi is also said some weird stuff about, you know, like, Visor oh, wow. being the greatest enemy of our time and stuff like that. So people can say dumb things, and obviously, I, I'm i pretty sure it was confirmed that Zachary Levi wasn't, wasn't going to be coming back as Shazam anyway, Yeah. but even if he wasn't, I hope that's still not the case, case now. Stina Mel. He's kind of been no- doing nothing since since Arrow, because he's. Yep. Not <laughs> I was just really... gonna say
1: that's why his, I guess brother cousin whoever Robbie Amell is a superior right. Amell. Just saying.
2: True. Very true. It's like it's a, it's a whole Hemsworth <laughs> thing. Robbie is superior. <laughs> oh, 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 what we know, he, he has Robbie hasn't said any dumb stuff. I think. Not yeah, not so yet, anyways. <laughs> so. so far, so fingers far. crossed. Mm-hmm.
0: I have hope. Anyways, my next bit of news, uh, A24 is allowed to keep filming as well as some other independent things, uh, which I find as, I guess, a, a combative uh, t- thing to show to people who are like, uh, oh, like Disney just doesn't have the money or anything like that. It's like, well, if a small company like A24 can meet the demands of the writers and actors, then why can't Disney?
2: Exactly. Like, they're pretty small Independent company, like they—they—they they, they only gotten into, into production recently. Before it was just just dis, just dis, distribution, but they've grown a, a lot as a company. And like they've only been
0: around since like twenty sixteen, and they are able to do this.
2: Yeah, which which shows that it's purely selfish from from Disney and the other produce and the other production companies.
0: Yeah. Anyways, uh that's all my news. Do you have any more news? Uh, I
2: think that's a. Oh, um, the writers had a meeting with the, with, or one of, one of the unions met with the producers and nothing really happened. Yeah. I'm pretty sure it was the writers. It was about residuals. And the studio said no.
0: So. <laughs> Those studios, that, I tell That's you. great. Yeah. Uh, it's get, it's going to be a long one, I think. I don't think uh, this is going to get done before the year's end, in my opinion. No, no, I don't think so. I, I think it's for sure
2: into the new year producers could still get get their fat bonuses and whatever oh sorry another quick thing of news um I, I just saw a tweet a tweet about this but um so, so apparently some of the tcm turn class movies that we mentioned we talked about this before most of the cuts were from like a bonus thing where like if david zaslav made X many cuts, then he got a fat bonus. Of course, of course, it is. Which he i up getting, and most of the cuts end up being repealed. It was still like, oh, you're you're just doing this to line your own pockets.
0: Well, I mean that's how capitalism works. So why are we surprised? I mean, literally, like like that's what happens in let's say like The Office, and like stuff like that, right? Like it's 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 not a surprise, but it's it's annoying when you see it and they don't even like necessarily try to hide it very well that yeah. they're literally just greedy bastards who want more and more money when they're already making more in like a day of existing than some people will make in like a year of work
2: <laughs> yep exactly
0: <laughs> which Thanks. is just not how anything should work because they're not really doing anything to make the world better Not making art they're not
2: they don't yeah they don't create doing value anything. <laughs> yeah yeah exactly because Turner causing movies is not about making money it's about preserving art
0: yeah exactly
2: and that's just d- d- discouraging so um, yeah as uh, Ron Perlman once said there's more than one way to lose a house
0: yep <laughs> anyways I guess that should bring us into uh, our main event which is Barbie, Barbie. Um, before we get into first thoughts why don't you give us some fun facts
2: so, this movie was directed by Greta Gerwig, written by her writing partner and partner-partner, Noah Baumbach. Uh, stars Mar- Mar- Margot Robbie, Ryan Gosling, America Ferreira, Kim McKinnon, Michael Sarah, Issa Rae, Will Ferrell, and Rhea Perlman. Uh, m- 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 music is by producer Mark, Mark Ronson and Andrew Wyatt. Uh, budget of between f- $128 and $145 million. Dollars,
0: mm-hmm.
2: And the first movie to make a bar billion dollars. This happened just yesterday, so...
0: Yeah. Uh, I definitely want to talk about the consequences of what that's going to be, but before we get into that, Irma, since you're a guest, why don't you give us some uh, just, like quick thoughts on what you thought of the movie?
1: Um, I really like the movie, personally. Mm. I feel like it's one of those movies where you can't really take things too seriously, but, like, so far the reviews I've seen are just more the opposite of that, where I'm just like, it's about a fucking doll. Just, you know, I mean, I guess, like, the message that they try to put into it makes it more of like a serious movie, but I'm just still like it's about a doll representing a woman. I mean, in the words of America Ferreira. That's just kinda what it is, so I don't mm. really think we should take it all too seriously. It's like a white a white doll <laughs> representing I mean it it gives you like Margot Robbie's character, it's a stereotypical type of woman or what people think is stereotypical, like, women in society, which I think was the ending of it. I mean, spoilers to people who haven't seen it. But I don't know. I just think I think it's a great movie. I think it's just a very nice, you know, chilled, relaxing type movie to see with, like, a girlfriend or whatever. At least in my opinion.
0: Okay. Uh, Cam, what are your initial thoughts?
2: Yeah, I enjoyed it. I watched it as part of the second part of the Barbenheimer. Double feature. Um, mm-hmm. I I I think I for Oppenheimer as a movie, but this one's definitely more rewatchable, more more accessible for sure. That there, 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 there's a reason why the the, the 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 one making a billion and Oppenheimer's barely crossing, I think, five hundred six six hundred million, which is still very good. And f- for no one, but like this one movie is clearly the more accessible film, and it's it, it's it, yeah, definitely definitely more rewatchable, a more trim trim runtime. Mm -hmm. production design in in, in in this movie is amazing um all the colors all all the sets all the just how they shoot things it's a very 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 well-made film it's yeah it's a really good really good film
0: yeah uh my initial thoughts are complicated like i am all the time i always have complicated thoughts um and i will sum them up as i believe that i'm going to view this movie as a perfect snapshot of the time and place of which it has come out mm-hmm. and like let's say 5 years from now i'm going to watch this and i am going to kind of remember what life was like back like mm-hmm. like today and i think that's where i'm really going to get the value is to see what like the uh, bourgeois like upper class women we're viewing the world. Mm-hmm. And that's where I, that, that, that's my initial thought. But before we get into my my glum, depressing Marxist critique of this movie, uh, why don't we just talk about, like, uh, the acting? Uh, <laughs> what, what, what?
1: I loved it. I am not, I mean, Joe, you know this. I was never really, like, a hardcore Ryan Gosling fan. I just knew he existed, and I was like, yep he's the other ryan but after this movie i gotta say props to him props to him like i'm probably hyping him up more than i am margo who is like probably one of like my top three actresses of all time so props to him i like him
0: I mean, I've always been a pretty big Ryan Gosling fan. I I think I've been pretty open about that. Yeah. Uh, not certain yeah. this podcast, but just in in personal life. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Cam, I know that you're a pretty good a big Ryan Gosling fan, especially from like uh, the Nice Guys.
2: Oh, uh. so good. Yeah, th- th- this is up there with well, some some of his best roles. He again, he has the the energy, and I uh, at first uh, I didn't quite get what 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 he was saying, but like I do get it now. Like I get why why Greta Gerwig ins- insisted on him mm-hmm. for like for 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 Beach Ken. Yeah. Like
0: I don't think anybody else could nail it like this. I don't think so either. Like, like, he plays like the best like sort of like he's old but he's not too old that like it just he has like the gravitas but he's able to also like play like kind of dumb Cali surfer boy. Yeah. It it just yeah, he did an amazing job. But the whole cast, like especially like the surrounding cast, is also really good. It's mm-hmm. it's got a lot of depth, and they really emphasize kind of the, the main storytelling that Greta Gerwig is going with. They create like a nice sort of layers, where like you're following all the people, and I don't know. I I, I just thought it, it worked really well. I thought uh, uh, Will Ferrell was an interesting role. Yeah, I'll, I'll I'll have more critiques critiques of that later on. Oh, me too. <laughs> um, oh, no. But uh, I I thought it was very interesting to have him in here, and I thought he did good with uh, some of his appearances. Uh, America was amazing. America, so good. yes, uh, she was definitely kind of uh, her and uh, Ryan Gosling were definitely the standout roles to me. Like hmm. uh, I I know uh, America Ferrer from. Well, from like let's say, what was it? Uh, what Super was her Superstore, Superstore and also uh, Ugly Betty. Yes. So th- th- that's why I know. I know I her from. I know show. her from TV acting. I don't know her from, like movie acting. So it was nice to see her and actually like hold up to like bona fide movie stars and hold her own. It, it was it was good to see. Her. I'm excited to see her in future movies. For sure.
1: I do have to say, I was watching a TikTok, and I saw so someone was comparing or like just trying to reference the cowboy Ken outfit and apparently it's the same outfit um from episode one season one I think I think don't quote me on that of Schmidt from New Girl which makes me believe that I think he could have also been a very good Ken even if he wasn't like the main Ken I think he has like very Kennergy like type of vibe he I love him that's, Just
2: uh Max Greenfield, I think? Yeah. Yes. I yeah.
1: love him. I think he would have been a great Kent. I would have probably loved it more, not going to lie. Also, Issa Rae. Loved her before. love her more. She's great. She, she is she,
2: great. She, she should be the president in r- real life as well. as. Uh, <laughs> she
1: should.
0: President.
1: Just saying. She should.
0: Uh, next thing I kind of want to mention that I found it was done really well is the visuals uh mm-hmm. a lot of this was like practical mm. which is very impressive i mean like we, we've all heard the story about how california ran out of pink paint from the making of this movie
1: <laughs> oh i didn't know that
0: but uh, i just really appreciate when like artists are actually able to like use like physical sets mm-hmm. but what i find is kind of i guess sad is that we're and kind of, I guess, uh, emblematic of capitalism is that we're only able to make this movie beca- uh, with practical sets because it is a Mattel movie. If this was just some indie movie that wanted to tell the same story but without Barbie, they would not have this type of budget to make practical effects. Yeah. And like, what basically we're forced to do is tell interesting, or try to tell interesting stories through a corporation. Which... I guess, again, it's, it's me being a, a little bit <laughs> dark and jaded, but th- that's uh, with the, these sets, I that kind of came to mind that, oh, like, if this was a A24 movie, we wouldn't be able to have nearly these type of sets because it's just, it's too expensive, and it's only because it's a Mattel movie. But yes, uh, what are your thoughts on that, Gam?
2: <laughs> yeah, uh, the visuals, again, top-notch, again, yeah. It is, it is true that, like, like you know, in order to do these, like, Again, not 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 to bring in the Oppenheimer thing again. Then the movie's entirely done practically. Mm-hmm. Like obviously, there is still VFX involved for like compositing and. But all no CGI. That. Yeah, but no, yeah. But, like even the, the the explosion was purely practical. They didn't want that to be. Something something of that, that that magnitude that, that that force that impact has to has to be done practically. That's what Nolan said, and yeah, like it, and like the movie did cost a, a bit less than this one, but also. The, then then the movies were very much more low stakes most of them the movies set on on just on just one camp one campus
0: uh-huh.
2: and yeah um i love the soundtrack in the in, in this film uh Mark ronson was cooking um like the main like uh, the the Dua Lipa song dance in the night Wade, that that was been that has been on my on my playlist since the tr- tr- since the second trailer came out um and having the the having the main theme Kind of be spun, spun off. Of that was very good. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, obviously Mark Ronson's been a, been producing really good me music since like the the nineties, I think. But like, yeah, it's, it's it's just every everything was working was working very well. The acting, the visuals, the audio, the sound. Yeah, yeah I, 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 I think it was just layered and worked really well together.
0: Would you say that, that was your favorite song from the soundtrack? Yes, for sure. sure. Um, yeah.
2: Also, potentially poorly aged. Lizzo has the first song on the movie,
0: which also was pretty catchy. But, yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: it was. Irma, what was your favorite song from the. Oh,
1: it's kind of hard to choose. I do really like Dance the Night away, and I'm on the side of people who think that that whole dance breakout, whatever, should be on just dance. I am in full support of that. Like the video game? Yeah. But I don't know. I really like. The... What <laughs>
2: <laughs> nothing. it's fine. <laughs> very very smooth. Thank you.
1: I really like What Was I Made For by Billy Eilish. Mm-hmm. I also really like the Charlie XEX one. And I really, really like Angel by Pink Panthers. I think that song is underrated. I mean because it wasn't really played out as much, but it was it's a very, very good song. The melody is just very good. I think the album is very well done as well. Ooh, I'm just Ken. I don't relate to it, but it's a very good song. I listen to that song at work. I don't know. It just gives me a little bit of energy.
0: Nice. Uh, my favorite song is definitely the Charlie XCX, uh, was a mm-hmm. speedrun, because that song is in one of my favorite sequences, which is when uh, Barbie is running away from the uh, corporate board of mm-hmm. Mattel. Mm-hmm. Because The reason it's my favorite is very obscure reference, but I, I definitely feel as though Greta Gerwig... In that scene like when they're running through like the cubicles was inspired by the 1985 movie Brazil which is a very obscure reference and an obscure movie uh, I don't know if you know that movie cam or uh,
2: I've, I've heard of it that's um what can, what can I remember his name Terry Gilliam uh, he worked with um, Monty Python yes
0: exactly uh, but it, it, it's considered like a great like leftist movie yeah um, what <laughs> sorry Really funny error. Well, like, I just
2: typed in Brazil and just oh, oh man yeah of course the freaking country shows up. Why didn't up?
0: <laughs> Brazil film? Yes, yeah, so you have to look up Phil or nineteen eighty five. Yes, uh, but yeah. So and the reason I find it interesting that it's that I believe that that's the reference at that moment is because like hey like it looks like but what's really interesting is in that movie there's a lot of themes that could be parallels to Barbie. Mm-hmm. like uh, there are like there's like this whole character like one of the main characters in the movie is like constantly getting plastic surgery yeah. and like changing her face and it's just very interesting uh, to me that Brazil was referenced so I don't know I just wanted to bring that up because A you should check out Brazil it's a weird movie very weird I wasn't a huge fan of it it was a little too weird for me but the politics were very interesting and if you want a weird British movie watch that one but I think that can bring us into some of the themes. And I, uh, should I start with my, my, the themes I liked or the themes I didn't like?
2: Don't like, because I feel
0: like I can c- contribute to that too. I'm okay. Assuming. I, I'm assuming we're going into that same area. Probably. Yeah. Uh, my first one is one that you might not have, but I was really annoyed by the, uh, like, quote-unquote, like, Zoomer leftists as characterized by Sasha. Like, yeah. like, her whole, uh, like, you, you remember that scene, like, where uh, Barbie goes to meet Sasha, and she's mm-hmm. like, you're a fascist. And that brings me to another point that I'll bring up. But at first, I was like, oh, I, I don't know. I, a lot of people like to characterize, like, the Zoomer leftist as, like, bad. So, um, what a lot of right-wing people were like, oh, like, that's, that's like, what, the, what Greta Gerwig believes is what Sasha's saying. But if, I think if you watch the movie, you can tell that. Greta Gerwig is critiquing this type of person. Yeah, and I think it's fair to critique that person because uh, Sasha is just like a, a, a very like big caricature of like a young leftist.
2: Yeah,
0: which I don't know. I just find is I don't know. It it just kind of rubbed me the wrong way. I don't know if that it rubbed either of you the wrong way, but it, it rubbed me the wrong way.
2: Yeah, it made for a really good joke with the I don't control commerce or the railways,
0: because
2: mm-hmm. uh, because that was a reference to um, Mussolini. Yeah. Oh well, we, at least the trains r- run on time, whatever. But
0: and and that brings me to my second point, which is why is uh, fascism becoming such like a like so like they say fascist here, right? They like, like yeah. they call Barbie fascist and but leading up to this movie in the trailer for blue uh blue beetle they're also like throwing around the fascist word which to me feels very much like uh i guess i don't know like uh uh, what was the uh idea the manufacturing consent that anyone we don't like is just a fascist and it really kind of takes away the power of the word of like actual fascism when we are actually seeing the rise of fascism for like these movies to just like randomly be throwing out that word it really yeah. seems to be taking away its power, which again rubs me the wrong way and makes me feel kind of scared that like the the way that Hollywood is fighting fascism is but by kind of just calling anyone you don't like a fascist when like fascism is a specific thing that is happening. Like let's say with like trans people and stuff like that. And yeah. I I don't know. It just kind of worries me, is all. And I just want to point that out.
2: With be I get it because like to a lower class Latina family. Like a a, a a vigilante who goes around beating beating up like lower class criminals, like then 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 that would be a fascist. I can kind of see it with that. Yeah, I yeah. agree.
0: But also coming from a uh, movie studio that owns Batman, like I don't know, it's yeah, just it, exactly. it, it's a little it's right, uh, yeah. it takes away the the meaning in the word. I think.
2: pot, pot and kettle, kettle, kettle black or whatever the yeah. So anyways. It's a, analogy
0: that that kind of annoys me uh this is a a small annoyance but i don't know if either of you noticed this but the any time that they were in that blue chevy the car was uh, like the movie was lit like a car commercial and it felt like a car commercial oh
1: yeah like i've seen people say that this entire movie which i agree with it which i think is probably the only reason i don't like it the entire movie is just an ad yeah it's like a movie ad just the ad is like an hour long that's it
0: well and honestly like if you would just like trim out any parts where it looks like an ad for Chevy, this movie would be shorter and better, in my opinion.
2: A a, a trim a trim hundred minutes, which is which is probably
0: better than. Oh, I, I want to see the Sans Chevrolet commercial. Cut. Edit cut yes.
2: Also, also oh, I'm sorry, a Snyder cut joke in the year of our Lord
0: 2023. <laughs> yes, how, how, did you feel attacked, Cam?
2: Well, like here's the thing, like I'm not a Snyder bro or ever. Like Zack Snyder <laughs> is an is an okay film director, the the, the storied history of of Zack Snyder stepping away from from, from Justice League so, so that he could deal with his family's mourning after his daughter committed suicide, like that's how the whole thing started was he dropped out because of that obviously then the, the then the then the Snyder, Snyder cut ended up becoming a thing like like, it's the most low-hanging hanging fruit, fruit that you can get. I it's well, not have any good fruit. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just, okay, we maybe made a joke for, like, five women whose partners made joke, made reverence at one time. That's great.
0: Yeah. Uh, and then the next kind of bad thing that I want to talk about is the one that you, we were kind of mentioning a little earlier, is the the CEO and Will Ferrell. So why don't, why uh. why don't we hear what, what you have to say first? <laughs>
2: First off, it's basically the same c- character he plays in the in the Lego movie. Yes. Second off, up uh, like there's no consequences for, for for anything he does. Nope. He just gets to keep doing his thing. Just.
0: Well, he seems more like, like a, a bumbling idiot rather than like a true villain.
2: Yeah, which like obviously uh, uh, like they kind of have can be the kind of antagonist because well well, well the real antagonist is patriarchy, which true fair. Mm-hmm. Uh, but like. But, like, there's no consequences for anything that that Will Ferrell does. No. I feel like
1: that's... I'm sorry to cut you off. But, like, I feel like that's very prominent for, like, a bunch of the characters in the movie, too. Because, like, Will Ferrell's character doesn't get punished. Ken doesn't feel like he has to apologize, neither is he punished. Same goes for... um, Oh, my God. I can't remember what I was going to talk about. Like, the... Apparently, the Barbie creator who was making jokes about her tax evasion and stuff. She doesn't get punished. I feel like that's the whole, which unfortunately is the whole joke of the movie. Like, no one gets punished. Which I don't know if that's what Greta Grimmig like sees as, like, the real world, which kind of is, but yeah, she's just enforcing sure. that as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like I was talking to Irma about this before, but this is definitely a very much a, a feminist movie, not a... Uh, uh, oh, what's the word? A, intersectional, uh, intersectional feminist like, movie it's, yeah it's
2: like it's a capital l liberal feminist
0: feminism movie right like, like, like you're not really talking much about class or race in this feminism
2: yes exactly it,
0: it's definitely a well it, it might have some crossover with women of lower class or who are not white ultimately this is talking about the kind of the reactions that women have who are you know white middle class under capitalism and that brings me to some of like the good things not necessarily that they were intended but some of the good things and S- sirens are are on uh, our end yes okay anyways so what what I think this does good is showing kind of uh, this is where I'm gonna get real Marxisty so Let's go. So, Let's so, go. so 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 dig in uh, this is probably what you came for maybe not uh, but it's here nonetheless. So my, my first thing uh, I think is good is it does a really good job of showing like the fantasies of capitalism. So like Barbie land where like it shows how things are sold to women of how things will be if like they act a certain way. Like if they have uh, like a good job if they're like doing what they're supposed to be doing as a woman that then they will have like all the things that they could ever want, right? Mm-hmm. Like uh, let's say uh, what I found really interesting interesting and kind of as a running theme so like the very first shot uh 2001 a space odyssey reference where you see uh, little girls smashing uh baby dolls and then like uh, going to barbie so what i found fascinating by this is what it seems to be showing whether like it, i don't think it's a marxist film but i think it, it it's a, a an understanding that people have even if they're not marxist because i think marx is transcendent of uh, actually, like, reading him. He just was able to interpret things that were actually happening. But anyways, going back to this, Mm. uh, by smashing dolls and going to a product, it shows how women, specifically in this case, and people in general, have gone from, like, being producers and, like, making their own things, or, like, even children, to being consumers, right? Like, we've gone from... uh, like and it shows like how we are alienated from our lives right how if we buy enough stuff like i think barbie's a great example of how if you buy stuff like that makes you a good feminist right like in barbie land they're like oh like we solved we solved feminism everything's perfect right because barbie land show, and i think the good theme is that it shows how that is a fantasy that we are sold by capitalism mm-hmm. uh, what are both of your thoughts on that Irma? um
1: I said a lot. I'm trying to remember what he said. <laughs> um, I think so. I think I agree with you where that's almost like a commodity. like
0: Because like, I can say, like, like when you're going through life, like, everything is kind of, well, I, I wouldn't you say, like, people are always trying to sell you stuff and saying that's going to make you a whole person?
1: I feel like it's more, it's, it's less even that. It's more how it's, targeted to women where it's like any product can solve your, like, make you happier. Mm -hmm. And then you see it when Barbie then realizes that she's not what she thought she was, like, as a product. And then all of a sudden they're making um, Barbies that are depressed or doing, like, watching Pride and Prejudice and stuff like that. I feel like it just, it really shows how um, I believe capitalism feels women are gullible or how women should act when it comes down to more um oh my god material things Mm -hmm. it yeah i feel like it very much encapsulates what like it. i don't know i feel like the whole thing like in the beginning with the baby dolls and then with barbie it's technically the same like it just shows the um just how um they're selling to kids, like, you are a mother, especially to girls, like, you are a mother, you are preparing to be a mother, this is kind of like what your role in life is supposed to be, and then they transition into what they feel like is more empowering for a woman, is to just be stereotypical Barbie. To buy things. To buy stuff that, you know, just buying something that looks like you will solve all your problems, when it doesn't really do that. Mm -hmm. So I feel like that's that's definitely what the movie captured that I really liked about it. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: What do you have to say about that, Cam? Uh,
2: yeah, I, I, I can't speak to the w- women experience. W- w- <laughs> w- w- experience of of going from motherhood to just being yourself or being however you project onto onto that doll. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, yeah, I think like it's still like yeah. I feel like this is more so on the r- references. I feel like also why people have been calling this like an anti-film, bro. Film because like the Godfather joke and the whatever, but like it's Querigili loves film.
0: Yes, yeah, definitely.
2: There's references to so many other films, and like stuff that she's taken inspiration from, and like so like she's a film bro. Like she she's talked to, like she's a film film student. She's been making film and art since she was probably our age. Mm -hmm. Like like it's it's clearly something she's enjoyed and is now making money off of um but like this yeah, yeah from the 2001 to the godfather reference to the then again the brazil references mm-hmm.
0: there's probably more that i'm missing oh um, yeah well uh, um west side story big one
2: yes All, um the also um i mean, maybe just the way the coloring works um but the big the the ken versus ken dance off really just because it may, it was the lighting or the set remind me of um,
0: scene in the rain. Oh, yeah, well, definitely that's a, a big reference. Yeah.
2: Yeah, uh, like really old time musicals, which I love. I, I love. I love me an old musical. So. Mm-hmm.
0: And well, what this movie definitely isn't, which a lot of conservatives think it is, is an anti-man film. Nope. Because uh, I, like, they, they they like to say that, but it really isn't. I
1: can't wrap my head around it. I just. You go to a movie like this, you see the movie, and then you still leave thinking this is anti you, you're literally watching yourself, you're you're watching like, the issues, I mean, about men in society, because Mm -hmm. everything doesn't revolve around you. That's the issue it's showing Barbie and the other Barbies realizing that, oh, they don't know anything about men, but they're more focused on themselves. And that makes you upset. Well, like, cause,
0: like what this movie is supposed to be doing is showing like an inverse, right? Like the the, yeah. the, the women in Barbie land are supposed to be the men in our real world, basically. Right. And, uh, I don't know if you don't pick up on that. I think that you're, I don't know, maybe not the brightest. And even some
1: <laughs> women too are like, oh, this is, uh, this is too progressive or this is too da, 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 it, it it does, like, it's, it's forcing women to be this stereotypical character of, like, being strong and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, don't you teach your daughter that anyways? Like, mm-hmm. this is literally... Like, you're watching a mother and her daughter navigate the life of Barbie. And then you see the entire... I mean, some of them, like, some of the women I saw on social media said that they walked out with their kids. But then you have the character of, like, like Barbie's... Uh, oh, my God, what's her name? America's character... Do the whole monologue about what being a woman is and isn't, and then you still think that like <laughs> the whole movie is a problem to you. Like I wouldn't say this is a movie where you should like oh have your kids live by day by day, but it's it's a start. It's something like they have like good morals on like like a like a a at least a little bit of a, an example of like what it is to be a woman in the real world and how to somehow you know deal with it, you know. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't. I don't. I don't get men sometimes. I really
0: don't. <laughs> what I found uh, really fascinating, and I think was a, another pretty good interpretation of what the right wing, specifically and conservatives do, and that was showing how the women divided the men, and then got like their electoral stuff passed while the men were fighting yeah and i thought that was good sort of i, th- I definitely think it was kind of a, in reference to like let's say uh, roe v wade and stuff like that where by mm. getting people to fight against each other on big issues you're able to get stuff passed that you wouldn't otherwise normally be able to get passed especially like the the sort of like oh like if if uh, like we won't give you anything now but maybe in in time you'll get a supreme court uh justice and then everything will be fixed and that's definitely like a reference to today's like politics right where how yeah. like for let's say women or people of color or anyone like that it just like, like voting I, I think what this shows is like voting doesn't really do anything and you actually have to do something it's not yeah. it's not in like a super radical way but i definitely think it's a good start that well some people might not get it it is like a very tongue-in-cheek like oh like yeah if you if you just wait long enough everything will be fine and everything will be equal but you just have to take time right yeah it, it it's kind of making fun of the whole idea that uh, like time moves linear that like it, we're always progressing because as we're seeing now with like Roe v. Wade and stuff like that, things don't always progress. Don't think things don't always get better just because time has passed. Sometimes things get worse. And uh, this movie kind of tongue in cheek references that, which I appreciated. Um, but yeah, I've been talking with Cam. What do you think about that? Uh,
2: yeah, definitely. It's um Yeah. Well, sorry, my much, my much, much train of thought just went off the <laughs> Sorry, that's all. That's all good. I I forgot what I was thinking. What was the last thing they they,
0: they said about like dividing people by uh, as yes. shown by yeah okay.
2: Yes. Yeah. So like the what, what the movie really shows is that again the villain isn't men; it's the patriarchy. Yes, like, exactly. It's, like it's it's not anti-men; it's anti-systems that ele- elevate men. Mm-hmm. Instead of like like or like even like, even like patriarchy isn't even good for Ken.
0: Yeah, like patriarchy is like, bad for men too. Like it it, yeah. it hurts everyone.
2: <laughs> like yeah, it makes him feel seen, but like it doesn't like, give him anything really. Like yeah, he gets to. Spend time with his friends, I guess. But, like, great. Like, that, 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 that was still happening mm-hmm. under the Barbie system. Like, it was still, But like, then you
0: see how, like, it, it hurts, like, his, like either the female, like, matriarchy or, like, the patriarchy, both of them make it so, like, Ken is unhappy in his relationships with Barbie. Yeah. Like he's, And, he, and, and he, other Kens. And other because, Kens, right?
2: Because, because like, when, when like, uh, under the uh, the the original Barbie Barbie system, he was still c- competing with with other kinds, of, specifically Simuliu, like for 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 Margaret Robbie's attention, instead mm-hmm. of so, 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 just like hey we can both be, you can both be friends and just deal with this, which like, <laughs> like is much easier way to deal with that kind of drama, to say hey what's what's be be friends whatever ha- whatever happens
0: happens <laughs> but yeah oh well. Anyways, uh, I think that's all I have to say with this movie. Um, do either you two have anything else to say? Um, I don't know.
1: I <laughs> can, really like can,
0: can it. You wanna, If
2: you want, if you want to watch a uh, a movie that was that was that was released the same same day that talks a lot more about Marxist values, do I do recommend Oppenheimer? They both,
0: I mean, they both both really really good films. But uh, yeah, <laughs> Ir- Irma isn't convinced by that.
1: Okay, I'm I'm going to watch it. I'm going to watch it and have an opinion of it myself, but I've seen very mixed reviews about it and not a lot of, like, I mean, I don't know. I've seen more good rather than bad opinions about it, but one of, like, the bad yeah. opinions I saw was how, and I don't know if this is true, it sort of doesn't show the consequences of the, I don't know what the main character is. Is his name actually Oppenheimer? Yeah, yes, versus, Do you yeah of, like, Oppenheimer's actions or, like, the action or the 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 consequences or like the after effects of like the actual bomb or whatever because this one person reacted to me movie was just like the fact that it doesn't say anything about it almost seems like it glorifies it a bit although people are saying that it doesn't
2: yeah no one in Oppenheimer go i'm uh, sorry no one in the movie killing clean character like, because he's not there in Japan, right? Like he mm-hmm. he doesn't even know when when the, when the bomb is being launched. It just kind of happens when he 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 finds out the same, same same time as anybody else. So like, you you kind of learn with the the info as he does, and it doesn't show w- w- what's happening in, in Japan because he because he he didn't see that. Like it's very because the movie is very told from from his perspective, both both good and and bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, well. but,
0: like because yeah. This is an hey, Oppenheimer episode. Uh, I'm
1: going to watch it, and then we'll... I don't know. Then we'll have a discussion.
0: <laughs> uh, anyways, my my final thought here is a, a quote by uh, Laura Verdasco, uh, as she wrote for The Socialist Worker. Um, the quote is, uh, No revolutionary tale, but it does offer important critique of being a woman under capitalism. And I think that uh, kind of sums up this movie quite well.
2: Definitely,
1: for sure. I, yeah. I, I, like with my friends, I had a lot of discussions with my friends, um just based on me crying because i told them i cried both times that i saw it and a lot of people are like why which i don't i mean whoever's listening in case you're wondering why women cry about this it's a very like you the women stand back and or mothers stand back and see i don't know how does she say it (laughs) like mothers stand still to see you know their daughters progress and stuff like that and just the the uh monologue about real women for me in my perspective like i'm the first child and i'm the daughter so stuff like that hits a little too hard because in some cases i'm the mother right Mm -hmm. (laughs) so i'm just like you know i can kind of understand where my mom is coming from but i also kind of understand like where i'm coming from and then you never really see stuff like that um also like america's like role just hit a little too hard for me I don't know. I just I, I think it's a very well done movie. I think people take it a little too seriously. Just enjoy. Yeah, take like a chill pill.
0: On that note, why don't you give us uh, our your rating? So that's uh, out of thumbs. So one thumb up, two thumb up, zero thumbs up.
1: It's it's a thumb and a half, a one point five thumb. If Cam? that makes any sense.
0: Cam,
2: yeah, I uh, I give it a th- a thumb and three quarter of a thumb.
0: I I'll also give it a thumb and a, and a half. Um, anyways that brings us to a very special edition of the letterboxd game
2: <laughs> let's go uh, for those joining
0: us if you are uh, new to this podcast it's where i read out reviews from letterboxd and one of them i made up and cam and also in this case irma have to guess which one is mine please
2: sponsor uh, us letterboxd please please
0: that'd be great <laughs> Uh, Anyways, this this one, usually I read out four reviews, but this time I'm going to do five because there's two of you guessing, so i I want to make it a little more difficult.
1: Are two yours or still one? Only
0: one is mine. Four of them are real. Are you all ready?
1: No. Sure.
0: This, This is the first one. The song by Billie Eilish is the whole movie. Without this great song, this movie would be quickly dismissed and forgotten for the generic movie that it is. Number two, I want a film where Lady Bird and Barbie spend the day together and see what happens. Number three, in Greta Gerwig I trust, I love you, mother.
1: It's definitely not you.
0: (laughs) Number four, if The Man by Taylor Swift was a movie. Not you. And finally, number five, best enjoyed as an art house indie surrealist film.
2: Number two
1: was the... What was uh,
0: number two again? Number two is I think I want a film where Lady Bird and Barbie spend the day together and see what happens. Uh,
2: I Next thought that was you. the Billy Eilish one.
0: Oh, what?
1: Uh, uh, That's number one. Okay. What did you say for number
0: one? Number one was the Billy Eilish one. The song by Billy Eilish is the whole movie. Without this great song, this movie would be a, a quickly dismissed and forgotten for the Jarek movie that it is.
1: I think it's either one or five.
0: Yeah... Should we commit to one?
1: We'll mm, again. I'm so sorry.
0: <laughs> Number five. I don't remember. Uh, Best enjoyed is an art house indie surrealist film.
1: I feel like you would say something like that because I, you, I some... don't. You don't really care for the Billie Eilish song. You haven't. You barely listened to it. I'm
0: trying. I'm trying to trick y'all. I'm not going to tell you anything.
1: I Irma. I'm thinking one. It's one. Yeah.
0: So you're saying this song by Billie Eilish uh, is my review? Yeah are you agreeing with that?
1: Sure, I'll go with it.
0: You are all wrong. I knew it. Ah, gosh darn it. Okay, second guess. I'll give you guys a second guess. It's number five. five. Number five, the indie, out- uh, indie art house one? Yes. If
1: it's not number five, I'm going to You're
0: be- wrong. Well, are you serious? Gosh. Mine was, I want to film where Lady Bird and Barbie spend the day together and see what happens. Oh, gosh
2: darn it. I could have I, I, I sworn I saw that one. I, when, when well,
0: you didn't. You saw it in your mind's eye by me telepathically telling you that.
2: You got me good there.
0: Look at me. I'm very proud of myself. I got you guys real good, and especially Irma because she's sitting right beside me and she couldn't uh, <laughs> guess which one. Uh, anyways, that brings us to some recommendations. Uh, I will let Cam, you go first. What's your recommendation for this week?
2: I just watched uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Uh, Mutant Mayhem, loved mm-hmm. that one uh, from, the, from, from the co-director and some some, some similar team of uh, Mitchell Reverse the Machines so mm-hmm. I'll, I'll recommend that one uh, I think it's a great time, I get 4, and four out of the 5 stars the There's
0: game. a good insider article where it said that Seth Rogen was like, hey artists, don't work too hard and I was yep. like, good for you Seth Rogen, don't make and, your artists work too hard.
2: And Jeff Rowe, who is credited as lead director, said that like, like he didn't want uh, 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 Anybody suffering as as much as he did, <laughs> like you know, as as
0: as he should, yeah,
2: yeah.
0: So um, great, great time. Very nice. My recommendation is uh, the Watermelon Woman, which just got added back onto the Criterion Channel. So if you have the Criterion Channel, definitely go check it out. Uh, it's the first movie directed by a black out lesbian.
1: It's. She's black out.
0: I'm sorry. You you nerd. him. Cheryl Dunier. Yes, and it came out in 1996. It's uh, definitely a very indie movie in the sense of of how it's edited and uh, put together. Um, But it's very good. It's surprisingly light at times. It definitely doesn't talk down to the audience. And I think it's uh, vital watching for any film lover or casual enjoyer. Lover of Cinema Yes uh, Irma what's your Recommendation for this week
1: I don't know Um I don't think I watched Anything relatively new You watch a
0: TV show What does that it mean it, it oh, My movie came out From 1996 it, it doesn't have to be A be in the movie either it, it could be Going for a walk It could be it, Famously <laughs> <milder>. <laughs> <laughs> Um It doesn't
1: have to be about A little movie It can be anything No
0: It could be Plantains Oh Love, love Plantains
1: yeah, go try it. Ooh, actually, any Winnipegian, Winnipegian, I don't know.
0: Winnipegger? Winnipegger, Winnipeg- oh my
1: God, bleep <laughs> that out. Any Winnipeg actually leave it love in. Love pegging,
2: love pegging.
0: Yeah.
1: Any Pe- Winnipegger? Peg city.
0: Peg city.
1: Someone who lives in Winnipeg.
0: Or surrounding areas.
1: Yeah, I mean, if you can visit Winnipeg. You should try, it's a Nigerian restaurant, it's called Jalof Life. I actually did not no offense to them if they're listening i did not pay attention to this restaurant before but i tried their meat pies and i've tried a few of their other dishes and i would say it's the closest to having like a buka like a local nigerian restaurant type delicacy so yeah, try for, it out for,
0: for those listening irma is nigerian yep yep joe rice is very good
1: it is very good. You have to try what we call Brody fries because it's very smoky. It is very spicy though, so just be warned. But yes, try jollof life or try plates for rates. Plates for rates. They're usually too late on delivery. Yeah, but be, be worried those
0: about uh, Cam. Cam can't
1: handle spice. Oh, I'm so sorry. Never mind. Try the meat pies. The meat pies are not spicy. They're very savory. Yep.
0: Anyways, that's been our episode this week. Thanks for listening, and thank you to our guests for joining us.
1: Thank you. Uh,
0: anyways, tune in next time when we talk about something.
1: Uh-huh. Bye-bye now. Bye.